This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Double Tap. It is Thursday, it's the 21st of December, 2023. It's nearly time for the man with the bag. In the meantime, it's two men uh, with um, tech news. Listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Oh, you can tell we're at the end of the year, Kevin. <laughs> that was like, very good. I, honestly, that introduction was almost, hey guys, we're here and stuff is happening. That was kind of almost the level we were at. I mean, after yesterday, garroted with tinsel or whatever the yes. title we put on that. I have Sounds to say, like- you know who was behind that title? Mr. F. Too much eggnog. That's what I say. Ah, uh, yeah. It's always Mr. F's fault. God He's bless you, Mr. F. All fired. He's going to get us all fired. That's how it's working. <laughs> That's the irony of it. Oh. And he'll have to do it. Anyway, how are you, Stephen Scott? I'm tired today. Do you know? It's been. I, I've been working hard. You know. You have. I've got to say, I've. I've been slacking lately. I'm going to put my hands up, Stephen. I will admit. And you've pulled on that slack. And uh, you, you've done a lot of work on the edits and that. Well done, Stephen. Had to build Scott. all the toys for Santa all by you myself. Did. Yes, excellent Santa work. Mr. F. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, no, you've listen, you've not been slacking. You've been busy with family stuff. And you know, I, I think there's something about this year or this time of year where the family, it, it just everything seems to go wrong. Or maybe it just seems amplified because it's the time of year. I don't know what it is, but when family stuff happens, it, it just, yeah. I don't know, it just feels different at this time of year, right? So. It does. Yeah, you've it, been I busy, think it, so you're not slacking. Please do not you, say that. Thank you. Okay. All right. But what I'm saying is, you've done a lot of work. Well, yeah. Well yeah, done. I, you. I didn't want to say, but yeah, yeah you were okay. up early. It's, it's noticed <laughs> and appreciated, Stephen Scott. Uh, listen, we get some big. Actually, do you know what? We have got breaking news today. Breaking news. Oh, breaking thank God, news. Because I've been searching and searching. <laughs> kind of forgot about our big conversation. Is that shocking? Um, well, it depends what the conversation was. We have a lot of big conversations. That's true, not, yeah. Not all yeah. of them airworthy, but carry on. <laughs> That's right. What about the ones on here? Uh, what about the ones off here? Yeah, I, I sometimes get confused between the two. You ever sometimes start a conversation here on the show and I think, do we actually have this conversation on the show or do we talk about this off air? I can't remember. Um, but anyway, it, and by the way, off air just means we didn't manage to capture it in the recording of the 56, is it 56 minutes we have? Yes, yes, it is. Wow, it is getting to we're the very, end of the year. Very isn't it? strict over there at AMI, oh. you know. Very strict. Well, fifty-six yes. minutes. They they try to be very strict. We we definitely tried to hit fifty-six, but um, I think it's just important that they set limits on us. I think that's the bottom line. I think just yes, I will not be limited, but but obviously I will be to fifty-six minutes per day. Here's uh, today's show. It's four and a half hours long. <laughs> Sorry, Mister. There have been days like that. There have been a lot of days where we've been like, oh, we've recorded an hour and a half. What are we going to do? Um, but anyway, yes, we do have some big news today. And the big news comes from Be My Eyes. It feels like every day we've got another big story from Be My Eyes this year. It's been incredible. And uh, the big story today is that they are launching a new family and friends service. This was announced yesterday. Uh, today on the show, uh, Hans Weiberg is joining us. He's the co-founder of Be My Eyes, uh, the man himself. I spoke to Hans way back in 2015 when this app was just an idea, a, a concept that was coming a out. A gleam yeah. in his eye. And he was yes. like really, really excited about it. Didn't have a clue how it would go. And I remember coming off that interview. I'll be honest, I came off that interview thinking, 
Who's going to volunteer, though? How, how is he going to get volunteers engaged? Because, I must admit, you know, that, that, that was it's a such problem. a small community thing, right? So how is he going to get people out there to even know about this app? And, and look yeah, where we're at exactly. now. Exactly. How, how do you get an app like this into the mainstream for sighted volunteers? It's a problem we've always had in this community is how do you get the mainstream sort of interested or even just to take notice? Yeah. And of course, you've got that, well... It could start with friends and family. You know, my friends and family hopefully would pick up on it and maybe they would download it. But, um, I mean, it's been an amazing, huge success. Are any of your friends or family on that app as a, as nope. a volunteer? No. No. They, nor me. No. <laughs> they, they even ignore my WhatsApp. I've got a family group for WhatsApp. And when I have been lost, I always do a group call on there. No one answers. Yeah, you can forget about it. Okay, well, you're going to love this new feature then. Uh, so Be My Eyes, it's all about friends and family. And essentially, it kind of brings them into the fold. But Hans will explain it better than I can, but it's a really interesting new feature. And um, I think it's a really clever idea, a really clever idea. And in, in, in particular, and I think this is always the thing with Be My Eyes, it's the idea, but it's the implementation of the idea. You know, I know a lot of companies are going to be doing the open AI kind of um, Be My Eyes thing. You know, or be my AI thing, I should say, you know, yeah. by, by using AI. And I think there's going to be a lot of, um, especially organizations for people or companies selling products to, to blind people that will try and implement this feature. But I think one thing that Be My Eyes got right this year was the implementation. And it's the way it works. You know, ultimately, many doors, same room. I guess you can look at AI at the moment, especially open AI. But, yes. you know, you're going to pick the most accessible one. And for me, it's Be My AI. So if, if friends and family is kind of similar, and it sounds like it is, then I think this is going to be really, really useful. I just need to find some friends. Well, friends yes. that have got sight. Yeah, well, I kind of thought the same. When I first heard about this feature, I thought, well, what's the difference between this and, you know, like a family or a friend's WhatsApp group, which mm. you could do, you know, you could do a call to if you're needing help. But um, actually, there, there is a difference to this. There is a more of a... When I do a group call, and if they do answer... That one person will answer, and then someone else will jump in the call, and then it gets all a bit confused and complicated. Um, it's more structured using Be My Eyes feature. Just one person grabs the call, and that's it. And then you're talking one on one. The Be My Eyes interface and the whole app actually is so easy to use. And I think it's because blind people have been involved. From the very start, it's that old thing we get, you know, nothing for us without us. And I think this is a perfect example. And I would go further than that. I think, aren't Be My Eyes, the team behind it, aren't they just a model for what we want developers and we want companies and organizations to be like? I honestly absolutely. think they're, they're one of the best, if not the best out there. Yeah, I agree. An absolute model of how to do it right. And engagement is the key. Um they have blind people on board who are, you know, not just being uh, being testers, but are also employed or working. I mean, Hans himself is visually impaired. He gets it. He, you know, this is kind of how the whole thing was born, right? In fact, coming up over the holidays, we, we get the chance to kind of deep dive into the story of Be My Eyes in our special uh, episodes through Christmas New Year. If you want to understand how this app came to be and also hear a little bit of our conversation back in 2015, uh, you can listen to that on our upcoming episodes uh, over Christmas, New Year, uh, because some really, really interesting conversations coming up. And uh, the story of Be My Eyes is one of them. Uh, now, 
I want to bring in an email that we got from Graham because I, I kind of think this is an important question he's asking and hopefully we can give him the right answer or, or maybe the right, uh, the nudge in the right direction. Let's, let's hear the email from Graham. Hi, Stephen, Sean and the lovely Laura who reads all the emails. I've been looking for a chat GPT app when looking on the iOS app store. There are so many apps. Which one is the official app by OpenAI or is the best app in your opinion? Probably a question for Sean. P.S. Love all your shows. I listen every day. Merry Christmas to everyone at Double Tap and AMI. Oh, yeah. Can't forget Mr. F from Graham Story. Hey. Happy Christmas to you, Graham. Thank Happy you. Happy Christmas, Graham. Um, actually, I think you're probably more in on this. You, you actually try out quite a few apps, more than I do. It's usually you telling me. But I've got to say, yeah, ChatGPT is actually what it's called in the App Store, isn't it? From OpenAI. And that's the only one I use, apart from the first one, which I believe came out before ChatGPT, the official app, which was Call Annie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Call Annie. But the problem is, if you actually search for ChatGPT in the App Store, Oh, yes. There are a lot of options that pop up, and that can be the problem, I think. So there's so many of them. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's even one called ChatGP, which is not to do with a doctor. Um, <laughs> but you'll see things like Powered by ChatGPT. That comes exactly. up a lot. You know what? Um, I'm going to do a search right now because I seem to remember it was in the first hit. But I'm going to search and see where it's at right now, if I can find it. Well, I, I went through, before we came on, I had a look through the, the Apple App Store, on, on the Mac, anyway, looking specifically at iPhone and iPad apps. And uh, it hasn't even turned up in the top 10. So <laughs> I don't know what's going wow. on there. Uh, so, you know, there is an official chat GPT app, but the best thing to do is make sure the developer of it is OpenAI. Because otherwise, you're going to see lots of things like uh, powered by ChatGPT or powered by GPT-4 or, you know, AI chat powered or, you know, it's going to be all kind of versions of that. But these are not, they are using the same engine, essentially. But the question mark is what they are doing. I mean, there's, there's one that everyone's talking about just now called Santa, it's the Santa AI. Have you heard this about this one? Oh, no, talk please. to Santa. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'd, you know, I know some of you probably. Oh, let's do a demo. No, let's not. Um, no, never going to happen. Ever. But I, I, you know, just be very careful. And if you if you want to, you can also use the web version, which is chat.openai.com. Uh, that's of course another way to do it if you want to use your phone to do that. I don't know. I haven't tried it, so I don't know if that would take you to the the app directly on the app store or whether it just leaves you in the website. But that might be a little bit easier to navigate. The, well, the ChatGPT app, though, is very good. The official one is actually very accessible. It is, yes. It's excellent, actually. I just use the voice chat feature. I've assigned it to a, a shortcut. I've actually got it as my action key on the uh, still iPhone doing 15 that. Pro Max. Yep, yep. I use it all the time. Um, but you can also assign it to a, a, a custom gesture. So something like a, I don't know, four-finger swipe up will open chat GPT, and you can just talk to it like you're talking to any voice assistant. It's very good. Um, but yeah, for me, I just asked Siri to search for ChatGPT in the App Store, and it was the third hit. And it actually says ChatGPT, the official app from OpenAI as go. the title. Can I just say while I'm here, just a quick aside, how awful is the App Store to navigate through those search results? Oh, I mean, why, why aren't they just a, a heading, each app title a heading? Instead, artwork, artwork, artwork. Oh, it's awful. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a nightmare. It 
Is it the best one? Honestly, I can't answer that because there are so many, as you just said, Stephen, there's so many out there powered by ChatGPT. I haven't tried them all. I, I, I figure just going to the source, the app is accessible, it's usable, it's fine. Um, so I just use the official one at the moment. I'll be honest, I haven't opened Core any in, in a long time. Um, just, just a quick aside, and this is totally irrelevant to anything, but if you find difficulty on the Mac navigating the Apple's App Store, um, one thing I learned just as a, as a hint from somebody on Mastodon is when you're in the Apple App Store, you can use the commands one through eight. Uh, and, and the reason it came up was because someone was quite to, trying to quickly get to the updates bit because you've got to go through a few hoops to get to updates in the Apple App Store. It's not like before we would just go to, you know, the Apple menu and sys, uh, software update. That doesn't work anymore. You have to go through the Apple App Store. Ugh. And when you get there, you hold on command and hit number eight. And it takes you right to updates. So that is really cool. beautiful. What a glorious tip from you, Stephen Scott. It's well usual, isn't it? Can I just say, is it not in the about as well? I used to always go to about, you know, Apple menu, about, and then software update was a button in there. Is that no longer it the It used case? to be, but no, now you're just getting the more info button uh, that takes you into the system report. That's kind of all you get nowadays. Okay, thank you. So there you go. Speaking of Apple, um, I hope that helps, Graham. I hope it does, and, and a very Merry Christmas to you when it comes. Um, speaking of Apple, Vision Pro slated for February. Feb- February? February? February. I will start. That? I don't know. F-E-B. Anyway, I'll... Um- <laughs> I'll I'll start saving my um my pennies right now to get I do you honestly think you're going to buy one of these? So my wife and I have been having this conversation and she's like, You're gonna buy one, aren't you? I said, I'm not. I I don't think I am. She says, Yeah, but you will, right? And I, I I'll be honest with you. I'm normally I'm bullied I'd... by my wife here to buy one of these things. I mean, and, and actually, this is a good thing for me, but I'm also quite. I don't know if I want. I, I, I just don't know if this is the right. I feel that it's like the Apple Watch, right? I bought version one, immediately mm. traded it in for version two when I had the chance. Yes, and I think maybe I need to learn from that. I mean, I, I don't know if this is going to be the right product from day one. I'd, I kind of want to see what they bring out second. I think the next, I don't think it'll be Vision Pro next time. I think they'll bring out something else, which will be more slimmer, more like glasses. That's what I'm interested in. I don't know if I, I'm going to get enough out of this thing to to warrant that level of money. It's just it's just too much money. I mean, I, I want a, a Mantis Q40, if I'm totally honest. I think I'd rather put my money into well, a Braille display. A- absolutely true. Or... Um... Well, yeah, I could think of quite a few things actually you could spend that money on, but yeah, and your roof, and you, yes, well, or, or a roof. Um... <laughs> well, no, see, normally I would say, oh, it's a new bit of Apple Kit. Of course, Stephen is going to buy it, but actually, in this case, I don't think so. I, I honestly don't think you will either. Even when you're looking through the, um, you know, the Apple Store when it's there in front of you, all beautiful and shiny and gorgeous. Even then, it's what am I going to use it for? It's not until we get that killer app. It's a bit like the iPhone itself, actually. I was looking at the iPhone when it was first released. I thought, oh, that's gorgeous. But, you know, hey, never never going to be able to use it. And then as soon as VoiceOver came along, it was the, the only thing I wanted. So until we get that use case, until I, well, let's be honest, until I get Be My Eyes, Ira, or whatever else on it. Um, yeah, but even then, I don't know. I, even then, because as much as I think that's a great idea, and of course I do, um, 
I just don't know if I would want to spend that amount of money to be able to get be my eyes. I mean, I can just hold my phone up. Because oh, bear yes. in mind... Get your lanyard out. Yeah, but, but bear in mind, you can't really use this outside. You can't, well, that was, and you don't want to be marching down the street with that thing on your head anyway. So uh, We all said that when Bluetooth uh, earpieces were Oh, come on. You're going to walk, you're uh, gonna walk uh, down the street. We could all be out people, there. People are stealing iPhone SEs right now, and you're saying, oh, yeah, I'll walk down the street with this headset on my head, which may as yes. well just – it may as well just actually on that front display, instead of displaying what it thinks is your eyes, just have a big uh, LED display that says, feel free to steal me. He won't steal notice. Me. <laughs> like Alice in Wonderland, drink me, eat me, steal me. Um, yes, and of course you got to carry. That was, a, that was a Gloria Stefan song, wasn't it? Uh, that's twice Gloria's got mentioned. You know, that's very. Uh, so Vision yeah. Pro. Uh, will I buy it? Probably not. I mean, I kind of love the concept of it. I just, if I'm honest, and this is the sad thing, right? This is the bit that I kind of get annoyed about. I don't think I've got the vision to get any enjoyment out of it anymore. That's the problem for me. So I yeah, think but, in some but, ways it would just be like a reminder of that. Big foggy mess. A big foggy mess. <laughs> Stephen's Tinder profile. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, no, look, you're absolutely right. And I think where we're at now, I know it hasn't been long, but since the Vision Pro was announced, it's a different place. Mm. I'm thinking of things like the Celeste. I'm thinking of things like the um, Meta Ray-Bans. Um, it seems like there's a better option because, as you rightfully say, we, we don't care about the visuals. I don't care if it's got amazing screens in there. All I want is a camera I can wear on my face, basically, yeah. and uh, hopefully some nice speakers on there as well. So, um, yeah, I, I am not as excited as I was. And you're quite right. The form factor of it, it's not for outside use. Um, and to be honest, that's where a something like this is going to be most useful to me. He's talking so, about mobility, out and about, travelling. Well, this year when the Meta Quest 3 was announced, my wife got all excited about it. And she was like, oh, that's going to be cool, you know. And she had the chance to try one recently, uh, a work thing, and she really enjoyed it. I was more interested uh, from that announcement. Um, I was more interested in the Ray-Ban glasses. Now, I think, well, I don't think, I hope that Meta opens up its APIs and allows companies like Ira, like Be My Eyes, access to that so that we could get access to those glasses because look two things here one is super cool glasses right they actually look nice they're yes, nice glass different styles different frames prescription non-prescription whatever you want um they they have the cool factor to them it's, the, it's, it's almost that iphone thing right where you've got the ability to buy a product that everyone else would buy that you know you your friends would be interested in your sighted friends as well and it's a product that would work for us, potentially, because that camera, well, the camera and the connection between the glasses and the phone must be good enough if it's doing high-quality live streaming over, say, Facebook or Instagram. It's yeah. got to be good enough. It's got to be high-quality video, right? It's not rubbish. It can't be rubbish. Well, we don't know how it's doing it yet. Maybe it's all on board the glasses and the video is being compressed and sent to the app on the phone, yeah. which means it doesn't matter if it's laggy because it's not in real time, per se. Mm. Who knows? We, we just don't know. But I think you're absolutely right. I've got a terrible feeling. about no, I haven't got much confidence that it is going to be opened up because it is meta. That's the only problem. The product, the hardware seems great. I'm just not sure how willing to share they're going to be. Well, yeah, I mean, and who knows? But here's what I do know. Site Tech Global this year, 
Meta were there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was interesting to me. That was a good sign. Now, I, look, you uh, could say, well, Meta's there because they were talking about accessibility of general, you know, accessibility of their product, right? And they have built some accessibility into things like the Meta Quest as well. Not anywhere near, probably as far as most of us would require. And no, certainly no. not going to go as far as, as Vision Pro will go. And I think that's the thing. It, the, the problem we have here, and this is maybe a good thing in a way, we've got choice, but, you know, we are in a place where we've got access to devices like the Vision Pro coming up that's going to be super accessible and, and, and the first, probably the first ever in this form. And here's the blind people saying, ah, probably not. <laughs> it's just interesting, isn't it? How we've it kind is. of got to that stage. But that's a good thing because it shows there's options available to us. And the problem is that we're kind of pushing for, I know what we all, I think I have an idea what most of us want. Not everyone wants glasses, by the way. That's another point as well. A lot of blind people just don't want the glasses. That's, no, that's why true. the AI pin idea sounded really good for a lot of people because the camera built in, you could wear it on your clothes. Yes. It wasn't something you had yep. to, you know, put on your face or have it as a wearable. We, we've been having a chance. We're, we're going to be having a, a chat soon on this very topic where someone got the Celeste glasses and didn't want to wear them. Um, that's right. Yes, I was amazed by that. But it's, I mean, it's a valid point. See, I used to wear glasses all the time. I had glasses since I was 14 because they thought it would make my eyes better because, of course, that's how it works. And um, you know, what, what's that? Your optic nerve is shot. Put a pair of glasses on it. That'll solve it. <laughs> Wrap a bandage yes. around the inside. You'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I wore glasses for all those years. So I'm used to wearing glasses. That didn't, doesn't bother me wearing glasses. A lot of blind people don't like wearing them. Some people find, I, I have blind friends who do like wearing them because they feel it's like a buffer between their face and whatever they're about to smash their head into. So some people like that as well. well no, that's, no, that just makes it worse, doesn't it? You're putting plastic in front of you. So it's not a bumper. If anything else, it's just another thing to dig into your skin, surely. Yeah, true, true. I, 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 the only reason I, I never wore sunglasses was, <laughs> was because as an RPer, I wanted as much light all the time as I yeah. could get. And my, my house at one point was just fluorescent tubes. You know, it was like going to heaven as soon as you walked into my house in many different ways. But the, the, the shining bright First light. Date, was it? Was that the line you used? <laughs> Welcome to heaven, darling. Let me switch these lights on well, and turn out your retinas. If I die? <laughs> but uh, where I'm at now, I wear sunglasses all the time because honestly, it doesn't make any difference to the vision side of it. No, no. Um, and I, I do quite like the audio sunglasses. So, yeah, I I would love to wear these. And as I said, I just think, again, it, it seems to be uh, painfully slow to get to what we actually want, though, right? Mm. We, we The Celeste and the Ray-Bans are, are near, nearly there in my head as well, to so, what so I funny, want. Right? Can we get them? Can we, we actually use past, them? Kind of skip, well, we haven't, but I suppose we've skipped past the, the story of Celeste, but... The problem is you have the same issue with Celeste that you do with Meta, and that you still can't connect it to Ira, you still can't connect it to Be My Eyes. It's within its own little bubble. Again, though, is that down to Apple? If we saw this on Android, would it be a more open environment? This would just be a system camera. Well, you can get Ira on and Vision glasses. Yes, but that's running in system. That's running on board on the But it kind of answers Plus. the question, though, doesn't it? Why? No, Envision have built that in. Yeah, but, but that was based on Android, right? You couldn't do that with an Apple product. I, I don't know if you'll be able oh, to I do see that with Vision saying. Pro. Yeah, Who knows? yeah, yeah. This is, uh, all going to be, this is all going to be down to the apps. I saw some people writing about this. I saw uh, Stephen Aquino writing about this, saying, you know, it's up to Apple now to tell people the, the, the uh, Apple, um, was it the accessibility story of Vision Pro? 
I think the truth is that the accessibility tools that are on there are just going to be for, for me anyway, it's, it's always been the case with Apple products. I, th- I do think Apple need to talk more about the, the story of accessibility, but I think also this only works if there's apps on there to use. You know, it's all very well saying I've turned on voiceover, but if you can't open an app and do anything, then there's not much well, point. Well, but to be fair, I mean, it, are, are low vision people going to be able to use this? You know, we've, we've talked about this in the gaming recently. Mm. That there's lots of people that can use, you know, different accessibility features, which are totally useless to me. But if you've got enough vision, you could use it. So accessibility in there at a system level. Yeah, okay. But what use case is it for us? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I changed my mind. In in that two minutes since I last said it, it needs that killer app. You know what? You've changed my mind. I think you're right. I think the form factor just isn't going to work for us. I don't I don't think so. I, I think the price isn't going to work for us either, to be honest. And this well, is yeah, but me the Envision, saying that. This is the me. Envision glasses are, what, the same price? A bit more expensive? <sighs> yeah, well, I suppose the upside with that is you know what you're getting. You know, you know what you're getting. You know the tools that are built into that are for you. You know you will have access to tools you might want access to. Whereas with the Vision Pro, you'd be buying it on the hope that one day you might get those tools. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a very valid point. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to get seeing AI on there, I don't think. I mean, I might, but, you know, again, I don't know. So am I going to drop three and a half grand on something I don't know is going to happen or drop two and a half grand on something that will happen? So that's yep. the balance you're kind of, that's the game you're playing at the moment. People are looking to buy. I can see why people are, are opting for the Envision glasses. My only thing about the Envision glasses, because I know I haven't spoken about them much, my only, my only concern is that, because I think the ideas, I think the work that they've done at Envision is incredible. Brilliant work they've done here. It's the, it's the glasses themselves I have issue with because they're running everything off these Google glasses that are dead and buried. That's it. They're gone. That product is finished. And they yes. don't seem to have a new product to put these glasses on. And that, I think, is what I'm waiting for. You know, if they said tomorrow, oh, we're, we're teaming up with Celeste, or we're teaming up with Meta, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Imagine that. Because essentially, and they've kind of alluded to this, they're not tied. In fact, they have. They've said this in various places. Uh, webinars I've been to, Envision have said, you know, we're not tied to any one particular company. We can take this and we can build this onto anything. Absolutely. Yes. We could build it onto Vision Pro, I suppose. But I, I guess we're talking here, though, about products you can wear outside as well. That's kind of the whole point. So Celeste, Meta, those are the ones that are out there at the minute. So we just need to wait mm. and see. I think 2024 will be interesting in this space. It's going to be I hope so. As I said, it's, it's just been such a long wait of nearly, are these going to be the ones? Mm. You know, Celeste, all, all love to Celeste. And I, I haven't tried them, but still, it's, it seems like it's early days. They keep changing and updating all the time. Very much in beta still. Yeah. Which is fine. Absolutely fine. They're not being, you know, um, shady right, to, to about this at all. They're being very upfront and open. That this is in beta. But still, it's like, okay, is it going to, at the end of it, when we hit final release, is it going to do what I want it to do? Up next, we're going to be hearing from a company that are definitely not in beta. Uh, they are totally, they are alpha. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of works. Don't know if, if Hans Weiberg agrees with that, but we'll find out next as uh, Hans Weiberg from Be My Eyes joins us next to talk all about their new friends and family feature just announced. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. 
And time to find out the very latest news from Be My Eyes. Hans Weiberg is with us. Uh, hi, Hans. Great to have you back on Double Tap. Thank you so much. So, uh, big news today. Tell us uh, the latest from Be My Eyes. Well, the very latest is that we are uh, launching something we call uh, Friends and Family. Um, and the, the short version is that uh, now, as it is right now, you can call a volunteer. Uh, but with the new feature, you can add your friends and your family as your dedicated uh, volunteers, so to speak. Uh, so if you don't feel comfortable uh, talking to a stranger or you have something you don't want to show to a stranger, you can have your own uh, private group of uh, volunteers that you know and trust. Uh, that That's kind of the short version of it. That is such a cool idea because there are some things that, you know, you want to, well, you wouldn't want to share with strangers. So mm. that makes total sense. It's a perfect solution. How does it actually work in practice, though? So I'm guessing the, the family members would have to download the app as well. Yes. Uh, when you update the Be My Eyes app, uh, you will see uh, a new uh, tab uh, on the screen called uh, My Groups. Uh, and when you go in there, you can create a new group. Uh, and when you kind of uh, select that, uh, you will be asked to give the group a name. Um, and then when you have done that, you create the group. Uh, and then you can start inviting people into your group. Um, and uh, it's a super simple process where you simply send them a link. Uh, and if they already are volunteers, uh, then they can just uh, tap uh, agree. Uh, and then they will be part of your group. Uh, and if they don't have the app, they will be prompt to download the app and sign up. Uh, and then uh, they have to... Uh, hit the uh, the invite again and then they will be part of your uh, your group um, and that means that you uh, can uh, in invite whoever you want uh, you don't have to know their email address or anything you can uh, just uh, share that link via sms or uh, whatever um, you can even share it on facebook if you want to uh, um, so so it, it's a super easy way to uh, to ask a blind person to create this group um, and I believe that most of your listeners will be able to do this on their own, uh, but we have made it so a sighted person can also create a group and invite you as a blind user into this group. Uh, and that can be handsome sometimes if you are um, uh, helping someone in your family who is maybe pretty new to being uh, blind or low vision, uh, then you can kind of help them set up this group. Uh, you as the blind user can, of course, always um, admin that group and, and kick out people you don't want or uh, whatever you need to do. You can only talk one-to-one, -one, right, yes. in a group. Um, it's it, not like a group <clears throat> chat. No, uh, it is. Uh, I mean, the point about Be My Eyes is that you don't have to think about who to call. Uh, and that's the same, uh, oh, did I call my sister yesterday or is she at work or something? Now you can have, uh, let's say you have added 15 people into a group, then you just uh, hit the button and one of those 15 group, uh, the first one to answer, you will be talking to. Um, so it is uh, a easier way to uh, to find someone you trust and know 
and, and so you don't have to kind of sit and think about who to call. You just uh, hit the button. And it's also for the uh, your friends and family, it's also an easier way to kind of uh, maybe decline if you don't really have the time. Uh, and, and then uh, you know that somebody else will, will uh, pick up the call. Um, so, so that is uh, the purpose of it, to make it more convenient and easy for everybody uh, involved in this uh, thing. Yeah. I think that's genius, actually. That, that is absolutely incredible because you're absolutely right. You know, there's times when you're looking for assistance from someone you know, and there is that, that awkward moment where someone really wants to help you in the family, but they're just busy. Mm, and yeah. you feel bad and, and it kind of goes back to that whole point about why Be My Eyes was so important in the first place because it kind of took away that burden aspect that some family members can feel but what you're doing here is kind of bringing the family in but still maintaining the ability to avoid the burden aspect that's that's so clever and also um, I mean I live uh, in a super small town where there's only one shop uh, <laughs> and I know that uh, some of my friends and family, they know that shop. Uh, so when I go there, I can have uh, a group uh, with the same name as the shop, and then I can just press <laughs> that one. And then I know that somebody who uh, has been to that job, or at least uh, know the, uh, how it is and, and so on, uh, they uh, will most likely be the ones uh, to help me uh, get around in, in the shop. Um, and, and you can make that kind of proof for all kind of issues that you have uh, where you need um, somebody who also is knowledgeable about uh, that issue. Uh, mm. Now, I'm assuming, uh, because you're amazing, by the way, I'm assuming that you've had uh, some beta testing time with this. And uh, what's the feedback been like? Well, uh, we have had uh, not as much as we would like, but we wanted to have it out before Christmas when people uh, get together and, and, and so on. Um, but but it seems like people really like the idea. Uh, we don't have that much uh, data on it yet. Um, but we also, uh, we really want to people to be creative about this uh, and, and send us feedback and say, okay, I would like uh, it to be changed a little bit or something like that. Um, and then we will be uh, listening very much to, to, the, to the feedback. So, yeah. mm. There just seems to be no end to the, to the updates and features you're adding to Be My Eyes. <laughs> uh, can you give us a, a little idea of what's coming next? Um, I have learned from experience not to do that because it's always <laughs> taking a little longer than I think. <clears throat> but, but we really hope that this group will, um, will expand. And, and I would love to see also, um, uh, we, we spoke about uh, having uh, like uh, universities have a huge group with all the sighted students helping the blind student at a, a specific university. Um, I think that could be a, a wonderful way to kind of um, get some volunteer hours and, and help your fellow uh, blind students and so on. Uh, so, so we are very excited to to see what people uh, request for uh, new ideas about what we can do with uh, with groups, and and down the line we also hope to have a, a version of Be My Eyes for uh, 
younger persons as it is right now you have to be 17 uh, but we would like to make something that is available also for uh, for younger persons um, but then uh, it, it needs to be uh, with uh, the content uh, of the, the, the parents and, and or consent of the parents and, and so on and we believe that groups somehow can kind of be developed into that as well um, because we do have uh, pe people who are uh, 12 and 13 and 14 years who really want to to uh, to use be my eyes but as it is right now they are not allowed to uh, but we believe we can make a safe environment for uh, for that um, for, so basically be my eyes for kids or something like that um, but we need to kind of learn more from how people are using these groups before we can kind of take the next step. So, mm. Based on what you're saying, I don't, I don't know if this is something that is part of friends and family or could become part of it, but I've got an idea I want to share with you, Hans. I think this would be cool. Uh, you know, Wouldn't it be great if you could almost like favourite a volunteer? So, you know, lots of us may have access to friends and family, and that's great. There's lots of people who might not have access to friends and family but sometimes might come across a really helpful, wonderful volunteer. And I'm sure we probably all face that every day, right? We, we all, mm. I think every volunteer I've ever spoken to is absolutely brilliant. But, you know, you might find, you know, sometimes you get a bit of connection with that person. You might start talking to them. I hear lots of examples of this. People sorting out their record collections or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they sit and have lots of long conversations. Wouldn't it be great if you could just hit like the favorite button? on that volunteer and then that could add them to a group of you know potential you know uh, contacts for the future well um it is not the intention to do that but i mean if two adult person is talking together and they agree that uh, they want to talk more together then it is perfectly fine to kind of exchange uh some kind of contact information and then send them a link um but we also want to 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 kind of maintain that you as a volunteer don't kind of uh, should not be pushed or uh, feel obligated to to join this person and and uh, if you don't really uh, if you don't feel the same way the other way around mm. so um but but it, it is uh, <laughs> absolutely um but 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 we don't want to, to make it too easy to do that um so so you kind of need to to share some information and be willing to to share your phone number or whatever uh with uh with uh, the the person who was asking so yeah mm. that's a great point because i was actually thinking the same thing Stephen. A, a group called favorites <laughs> of all your favorite volunteers but yeah actually you know the volunteers have have the right as well to choose that or not to choose that so that's a great point I didn't and also think be of. because the, the the point about the friends and family is exactly that uh okay i have this uh sensitive information i have this letter or something yeah. like and and um if you have a wonderful conversation with somebody uh, for an hour 
that's not the same as you can kind of trust them with your uh, bank statement or something like that. Um, no, so no, but likewise, we, we do though, have to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, we have sorry, to Hans, mm-hmm. but yeah, of course you need to be careful. Same with the um, under seventeens, and that uh, the safety comes first, absolutely. But then again, if you have got a volunteer with a specialist skill, someone who maybe can read That's music, right. or, yeah. mm-hmm. then yeah. that in that case, you know, you would prefer. To speak to them in certain cases than a general volunteer. But I also imagine that we could make groups. Uh, we have been talking a lot about uh, skills, um, and maybe we could have uh, some sponsored groups or something like that. Uh, and this can can turn out to be a, a very interesting uh, add-on to to uh, to be my eyes. We also want to keep the app pretty simple, so. <laughs> <laughs> but <it's>, uh, yes. <laughs> so that's the interesting dilemma there. So, but um, but but, it, but the reason yeah. I bring that that point up though, Hans, is because I think that there's lots of us out here who are. I mean, for example, my wife is blind and I'm blind, so I, I can't call on her for sighted assistance. And I have a very small family, and you know, it, it is. It, I think about people who don't have access to family, or maybe even mm. many friends. You know, it might be that a lot of a lot of blind people have friends online and, and maybe that's their, their connection with the world. And I guess I, I'm just thinking about how those people get access to the the ability to, you know, I, I think selfishly as well, how do I get access to more sighted people who I can trust? Uh, you know, it, it, it's almost feeling like, and I, I felt this back in the days when Ira started making noise about price changes. I thought, you know, and I think I said on the show, Sean, you know, this is the time that Be My Eyes should come up with Be My Eyes Pro, right? Which is like the, <laughs> yes, you know, yes. he, he is, he's the kind of next level of, of volunteer, you know, maybe even staff or whatever. You know, the, is that anything in your mind or are you very keen to keep this as a volunteer-led service? We are very keen to keep it as a volunteer-led service. Um, I believe Ira has a... a Great product, and and they have absolutely a, a place. Uh, but but it is obvious that you need to finance it somehow, either uh, from your own pocket or uh, from somebody else's pocket. Um, and 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 be the the whole purpose of be my eyes is to be a free service for everybody in the whole world. Um, and that's just super, super important for us. Um, so we are not really thinking about how can we knock out uh, <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but we, we also believe that uh, you can create with, with these groups, you can kind of create a, a way to get the... Uh, the uh, assistance you need um, or the description um, and, and, and that's perfectly fine um, and, and also uh, uh, we have made it so that you can share the group with, with uh, if, if you're two blind people living together uh, you most likely have the same friends um, and and, uh, and that's uh, I think a, a beautiful thing as well um, and um, yeah um, that's kind of how we think about that for now. Mm. Hans, I think back to the first time we spoke, which was back in 2015. So almost 10 years since we last spoke. (laughs) And when you and I talked, you had a vision for this app to be just a a great way to connect sighted people and blind people. 
and allow us blind people to get access to sighted assistance where and when we need it. I look at the stats today. Over 7 million volunteers, 7 million, 144, 697, I'm reading this on the website, <laughs> volunteers, 577, over 577,000 blind and, and low vision uh, people using the service, accessing Be My Eyes, over 150 countries in 180 plus languages. Did you ever imagine, and of course, let's not even, we haven't mentioned AI yet, you know, which is of course <laughs> another huge thing this year. Did you ever imagine it could get this big? It could become this popular? Uh, no, um, but but um, I I also think uh, one of the reasons uh, coming from Denmark, which is a super small country, uh, and having more volunteers than the citizens in Denmark, <laughs> is kind of a pretty uh, <laughs> amazing thing. Uh, uh, but also. Um, because Denmark is such a small country, we have to think uh, how can we make this to a global uh, thing uh, from day one. Uh, I mean, had I been an American, I would say, okay, U.S., uh, that's, that's good enough for me. Uh, I don't have to bother about uh, other languages and all that. Uh, but coming from Denmark, you, you think the other way around. Uh, how can I involve uh, as many languages as possible so, so I can get some volume here? Um, so uh, in that sense, I think it's it's pretty straightforward that uh, we we kind of uh, act the way we we do. And but of course, uh, we have been blown away by the interest and and how many friendly people is actually out there who uh, want to go that extra step and actually sign up and and uh, be ready to uh, to volunteer. Uh, and that's an amazing thing to to experience. Well, I think you should be very proud. You've definitely achieved what you set out to do. Um, it's a fantastic app. Yeah, it really Thank is. You so much. Now, Hans, uh, we had an email in from listener John. I know you heard this email uh, being read out by uh, Laura on the show, and it was referring to questions about privacy of images that are being uploaded to Be My AI. I know you were keen to talk about that and... Uh, give some response to clarify the position on this so that we can all understand a bit better about what is happening to our images when we uh, upload them to Be My AI. Do you want to respond to that? Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I noticed that uh, two days ago you had uh, a question about the security uh, using uh, Be My AI. And um, I just want to point out that it, it is a, a beta version. Um, so you should not share if there's something uh, super sensible because we do keep the photos. Uh, OpenAI also have access to the photos. Um, and the reason why we do this is because sometimes people say, oh, this didn't work. Um, and then, uh, I mean, we get a million, more than a million pictures. <laughs> so, but sometimes we go in and, and uh, if people uh, complain about something. And then we can uh, inform OpenAI about, okay, this OCR didn't work at all. Uh, can you look into this? Uh, can we improve the, uh, the model or something like that? Um, you can, of course, uh, request uh, all your photos deleted. And we will, of course, uh, ab ab 
by by that uh, GDPR and all that. Um, and I we haven't decided hundred percent yet, but I will assume that when this is out of beta, you can kind of choose if you want your pictures uh, saved for more than uh, twenty four hours or something like that, and then they will be deleted. We are not, and OpenAI is not using any of the photos to train the model further, um, but they are using uh, the feedback we give them to uh, kind of say, okay, we need to train it more in this direction or something like that. But your pictures is not being used to train the actual model. Um, so I think, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I like the idea of the opt-in as well, because th there are some of us who don't really mind so much, right? I mean, the images we're, we're sending in are, are fairly you know, benign in some ways. So, you know, if in some ways we can assist with improving the AI, then that I think that would be good to have that choice because there'll be some yes. people who mm. say definitely not, and that's fine. But for those of us who might want to or say, yeah, why not? Then again, it, it kind of puts it on us to, to make that decision and have some yeah. control of that. But the, the, the training thing uh, only makes sense if you kind of know what is in the picture. Um, so so the, I assume that OpenAI has been training on something where they actually know what is in the picture. Uh, because if you just send a picture in, uh, you cannot really train on that uh, if you don't know what it is the computer has to recognize. Um, Which is probably so, where the hallucinations come from, right? Maybe, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm totally uh, ignorant about this. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, it, it's just to say that uh, your pictures is not being used right now to train on. Uh, but... Now that we do get, uh, um, I think we will hit about uh, 2 million pictures a month, um, wow. then uh, that that gives some volume um, and maybe they, they can uh, be trained on or in some way, I don't know. Uh, but but I, I kind of doubt it because uh, we only have the, the AI description of what is acting on the uh, on the pictures, uh, and that's kind of not enough to make it into good training material. Um, so, and if someone feels uncomfortable with that at the moment, while as you said it's in beta stage, uh, be mm. my AI, uh, be my AI, uh, how would they go about requesting that their pictures aren't? kept and they are removed well they would just uh, simply uh, uh, in the settings in the be my eyes app you can send feedback uh, and then uh, you send uh, i want my pictures deleted and then we will uh, do that uh, perfect we will we will always keep your photos for uh app an amount of time, because if you do something that is uh, illegal or whatever, then uh, OpenAI also needs to have time to kind of uh, capture the uh, evidence and, and, and so on. Um, so, um, yeah. So you cannot kind of take a photo and then I, I want that deleted. Uh, there will be some uh, delay in, in that process uh, to make sure that we uh, do everything right. So even after the beta period, there's not going to be an option, say, you know, during setup or at the start of an AI conversation where you could opt out of images being stored at all. 
no. Uh, no. The, the, it might be uh, maybe uh, only for a few hours or something, but uh, if OpenAI believe they find something that is, I, I mean, we, we're talking uh, some super serious stuff um, that we all want uh, to kind of... Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so there will always be some storage of your pictures for uh, maybe even just a few hours or a day or something like that. But there will be some uh, for security for everybody. Yeah. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Uh, are you still in Denmark? Still living in Denmark? I am, yes. And I will uh, stay here. <laughs> Excellent. So what, what, so, what is the Denmark Christmas for you? What do, what do you do? Is, is it very... If, if, I get the impression, and this might sound extremely stereotypical, but I get the impression uh, it's just a, a beautiful snowy landscape with lots of lovely trees and lights. Am I close? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the snow came and it went away again. So now we have uh, uh, five degrees Celsius and rain. So oh, lovely! I don't, I don't know. Uh, same as Manchester. So it's, it's same as Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the British exactly. Christmas there. But we uh, we are together and uh, we have we celebrate uh, Christmas on the twenty fourth in the evening, uh, oh. going around the Christmas trees and uh, singing some songs and uh, eating uh, too much fruit <laughs> and, uh, so uh, but that's uh, absolutely amazing so well I hope you get some well earned downtime. Uh, I know the team at Be My Eyes works so hard and um, honestly you have created an incredible app but an incredible story this year as well and just been part of every single aspect of the AI journey so far been right at the heart of it way back in February as well with the Be My AI announcement just incredible uh, and now with this to end the year, just amazing. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Hans. Have a great Christmas. And uh, we will definitely be talking in the new year, I have no doubt. Thank you so much. And um, I enjoy listening to the show pretty much every day. Uh, and I'm <laughs> impressed that you will be doing this live over Christmas and even more than you uh, do normally. So I don't know if you will ever get time to <laughs> enjoy the holiday. Uh, but I can assure you there's, there's a lot of people enjoying uh, your show because I, I do get uh, feedback from uh, people who has been listening to, uh, to your show and so on. So that's uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, and if I may, um, it is, uh, I'm almost blind myself. Um, and I just want to recognize you as two blind guys talking to better, together and, and you are not afraid of talking about anything. And and the other day where you were talking about uh, uh, eating, um, and, and uh, the, I mean, we all have this uh, experience of um, uh, eating a pasta and there's nothing on the fork yes. <laughs> four yes. times in a row. And, and, and I mean, it, it has to be two blind person talking together before that kind of uh, is uh, being talked about mm -hmm. but it is so so important that we hear it from from you guys and so we oh oh yeah i have the same feeling and um and it can be a little awkward and and um and i noticed that you have this a long list of uh, uh, christmas presents i think you should make a, a list of favorite 
pipeline uh, dishes that <laughs> you, uh, that could be kind of a, a fun one to most um, most suitable. Uh, Blind food, food for blind people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's something in there. But, but also, what, what you, what is your favorite thing to, uh, to, 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 to eat when you are out, and what don't don't you really like? Um, and that could be maybe also helpful for your uh, friends and family when they invite you over. Yeah, <laughs> burger. Right. So, anything you can eat with your hands. That's yeah. basically <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right. Not with you hands, but with your hands is yeah. an important difference. Yeah. Although I'd Thanks, love, I'm sure we'd love to yeah. eat with you too. That would be wonderful. Um, listen, we will uh, do that one day. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next time you're in the uh, UK, please, please do let us know. Or maybe we'll come to Denmark. I think I'd rather come to Denmark, to be perfectly honest. I want to go to that one shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Hans, have a wonderful Thank Christmas. So Thank you, you so much for all your support. Yeah. Thanks, Bye-bye. Hans. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Yep, thank you, Hans. That's it for today, folks. Uh, keep in touch. Feedback at doubletaponair.com, 1-877-803-4567. We're back tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye. Join me every couple of weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.